0: From the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. 10% tax on short-term rentals closer to becoming state law. I should have said a bit on Thursday Uh before I went on vacation because we were going to talk about the moon landing. Right. And then I said, Laura, I don't want to talk about the moon landing because I had jokes. Right. And I didn't think they were very good. Well, but they were good. Tell, they, tell them, yeah, why? Because in hindsight... Perfect. Well, let me get to... we we'll get to the really Oh, okay, good. fair right. enough. And, and fair then enough. also the Boeing board blocks the shareholder push to bring the HQ back to Seattle. What? Damn. Before we get to all that, though, concern is growing as a homeless man who... You, see, you hear about that guy with the uh, ex- excavator? Who was digging out a spot for a just a little cabin in the woods? Yeah, just a little yeah. little Walt Whitman. A little out American there. dream out there for a Little for American him. Yeah. dream, just a little cabin in the woods where I can go be one with nature. So the guy who was charged with uh, criminal conduct for digging up a hillside inside Dr. Is that Jose Rizal Park? Yeah. He, he's he's this is back in October. He's now building a cabin in the woods. He's decided to make a fun little house for himself. Yeah. Little bit of the old, uh, uh, little house on the prairie, little pioneer spirit, oh, on Pioneers. display here, people, <laughs> right? He's just a century too late, right? Exactly. And so, when I look at this, my thought is basically, by the way, his name is Steve Irwin, which I thought was a little, a little sad, too soon? a little too soon. Yeah. <laughs> a few celebrity deaths really got me. Steve Irwin was a big one. Nora, were you affected by the death of Steve Irwin? I was yes. Okay, good. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, if I gave you a hundred bucks, you couldn't tell me who Steve Irwin was. So,
0: isn't he Australian? Uh oh, I'm out no, of some cash no. today, kids.
1: <laughs> Look at this, me running my gums without any kind so of bloody.
0: What What I don't like about this is I, I'm very sympathetic to homeless people. I was homeless myself for about a year of my life. I mm-hmm. was heavily addicted to drugs, but the one thing that never crossed my mind was you know building a cabin. In the woods, in the middle of nowhere. So he's got propane, he's got kerosene, he does Mm -hmm. open fires on a regular basis. This is crossing a threshold in life, which is that sometimes people, they need our help, they need our assistance, they need us to be emotionally available to them. Sure. And I'm happy to be available for those people. And then you cross a certain line that in technical parlance is known as being a jerk. And once you cross that line, you are no longer entitled to any of those things to your goodwill because you're being a jerk yeah yeah yeah, and i just think it would be behoove steve irwin to maybe take a little bit of a hint from his namesake a man who was not a jerk not at all who was a saint Mm -hmm. and maybe say i should live up to the standard of like if my name was jesus christ There'd be a little bit of a of a. Uh, there's a, a, a expectation. A, 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 a expectation of how you're
1: going to live your life. If yeah, con-
0: yeah. Co- like if my name was John Wayne Bobbitt, there'd be a different kind of expectation. Well put. But that's yeah. besides the point. I'm saying that Steve Irwin really needs to step up here and realize that being a jerk is not cool. We don't like it. Please don't. Please don't. Right. His his thinking is that it's it's public land.
1: He paid into this system. He's entitled to his little patch. Yeah, past tense, go, not go, present go. tense. Right. If
0: it was present tense, he'd have a different argument. It's right. past. You past paid tense. into it. Yeah, and no, you don't. I pay into lots of systems. Yeah, me too. I, I don't. I, I, I paid for i five. Should I set up a check right in the middle of lane three? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. Right. Exactly. I'm not sure if if, – this is what I think gets under people's skin because most people are empathetic. Most people are compassionate. Most people don't want to see other people suffer. Mm -hmm. But when you have someone being a jerk – and again, it's not name-calling. It's a label, right? This is a technical scientific term. (laughs) Scientifically (laughs) speaking, he being a jerk. And it's because of the insistence that I get what I want, despite the danger that it poses to everybody else. It's a public trail. It's meant for everybody. It's not just meant for Mr. Irwin and his desire to, you know, grill fish over an open fire. Is he
1: going to hike out all of his refuge, all of his waste? Well, did you see how much it cost the last time to repair the damage that he did? Well, you talk about you endangering the public. This is a public trail. You, you start living in, off the grid in the woods. You start doing what humans do and making waste yes. of all capacities. Right. And then here come the critters. If you were a real steve when you'd know, yeah. well, the critters come after food sources. When you've created an artificial food source on the trail in the way of your
0: garbage, you put the entire trailing community at risk. Can we call this glamping, Laura? Could this be a, technically a version of glamping? Hmm. No,
1: clamping gl- would be if Steve Earl, Steve Irwin, excuse me, not Steve Earl, the guitar player, if Steve Irwin <laughs> I guess built,
0: Steve Urkel. <laughs> built
1: Steve Urkel. If he built the camp and then rented it to people, yeah, okay. And stop in the middle yeah, of your trail yeah, and yeah, have yeah, a little yeah.
0: siesta, some warm well, tea. That'd maybe clamping. Maybe he can turn it into a short term rental. That's, well, that's hey, a segue. Segway. Oh. Segways is why I make so much money. There's a proposed 10% tax on short term rentals, and it's closer to becoming state law. Our good friend, Mr. Markovich wrote this up over at My Northwest. If you want to ch- uh, take a look at it, so be a 10% excise tax on short-term rentals. I have a very, very hot take on this. By the way, this is a this is a take that people will hate me for. Oh, please people share. Despise this take. Okay, then please hold it yourself. We don't... short-term rentals uh-huh. are a blight in communities, <gasps> and we need to do away with them. I said it. it. It is a grotesque version of how to alter the real estate market to your own benefit. Therefore, artificially raising the price of housing in communities that desperately need more housing. I will give you guys a very quick example. I was in Santa Cruz over the weekend. I went to go see Mr. Sunshine against my better judgment. And so I am driving around my old neighborhood on my way to see Mr. Sunshine. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I start seeing signs all over the place. Little black signs. I go, this seems a bit odd to me that someone would have a home. And they'd all put these little black signs on their fences or on their front doors. What did the signs say? It said, O'Neill Vacation Rentals. Now, Jack O'Neill, the (sighs) world-famous surfer. I thought I was
1: getting busted here for my Jack O'Neill, the
0: world-famous surfer. O'Neill Surfboards, yes. O'Neill Surfboards, Santa Cruz local until he passed away. He was a great guy. surfed with him a couple of times. Uh, His company decided to take their equity and dump it into the housing market in a community which is already short on housing. And they just didn't buy two or three. Laura, why are you scratching your eye like this doesn't matter? This is a big deal. What's going I'm on? I'm rubbing my forehead in, in consternation. I'm, I'm so stressed. Utter disbelief. I'm imagining yeah. is this a what boomer used to take? be an adorable <laughs> beach town. Yes. Full of local surfers. Yes. That is now a vacation community. Yes. Where people just fly in. Yes. To spend a weekend or a week. Yes. Yes. And with, Google the locals. with Ikea
1: mugs.
0: Yeah. And... <laughs> right. Right. So here's the issue is that I'm OK with people. If you want to have a rental property, uh-huh. I'm fine with it. OK. I got no issue. You want to buy a house in the house next to it. You want to have a little a little rental property. That OK, that's fine. OK. Short term rentals in that in a community that's size in, in King. Cam- it's a joke, right? Okay. we should. There's already a housing shortage. Agreed. I under I'm a I'm a free market kind of girl. Right. I'm into these kinds of things. Not this kind of free market. Okay. You're going to buy houses above list and then rent them out to people short, not long term, not for people to live in. No, no, no. But so 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 that a family of five can come down for a week and then it can sit empty for two weeks before you get another short term. It's like this is a joke. We need to stop this. I'm 100% against it. And I'm totally fine with the 10% excise tax.
1: Let me ask. I was going to ask you, do you think this will solve this problem? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now, second part to my question, should there be an exemption for people who aren't multiple facility owners? Yes. Right. If mom and dad have a room and they want to rent it out because they've got a nice few people come to see how that's. There should be an exemption. There shouldn't well, be a blanket 10% excise on everybody.
0: No. Let's say that I own like a cluster of houses on Queen Anne, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of right next to each other, and that's my small business. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Okay. Okay. None. Okay. I'm talking about these megacorps that come in, and they buy 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 houses, okay. and they go, this is our real estate portfolio, artificially raising the price of these yeah, houses. because they, they can outbid. So, yeah. the, so then overbid. they overbid. And then when they want to sell, they've effectively... put the market in such a chokehold that of course this house at this little beach cabin that they bought for one point two mil, now they can sell it to some tech guy for one point eight or two right two years down the line. They've artificially inflated the market they get the benefit from exactly that, wow. that is a okay. this is what I'm talking about is that this is not an effective business model for greedy mega corporations. If you're a guy out there who's a real estate agent and you own four or five rental properties, they yeah, have no problem with it whatsoever. Okay. You do you. Mega corps Buying 60 of these things in a community, no dice, please go away. Yes, on this tax, I'm 100% for it. There should be an exemption though for mom and pop. For the mom and poppers, okay. So, speaking of mom and pop, by the way, the moon landing didn't go very well. And it was. This wasn't your mom and pop's moon landing, right? <laughs> there you go. How's that for backup? So, I had a bunch of jokes on Thursday about the moon landing, and they went something to this effect is that the bit that I was going to do was mm-hmm. because in my mind, I thought. Okay, so moon landing, private company, first time this has happened. What's a local or a national disaster that's happened recently? I said, well, the train in East Palestine tipped over, and all these trains keep tipping over. So wouldn't it be funny if the moon lander landed and then tipped over? Yeah, and fell on its side. Fell on its side, and then we could all crack jokes about it, about how this is all a big joke. And then, lo and behold, I find out that I am something of a prophet because the moon landing landed sideways, and it's it's just going to stop working tomorrow. Apparently, it's the done.
1: apparently the moon's surface was full of
0: craters. Who knew? I thought it was made of cheese. <laughs> I, mean, I th- and there was, apparently there's a man up there who can just flip that thing right back over. I good mean, for what's going on? That's here? that's
1: the problem. Is that this there is no mechanism to right the ship? Didn't they see the movie The Martian? Okay, where, wait, where, the, wait. where the where the where the the lunar module has rockets on the side that can. Flip yeah, it back up.
0: But have you ever seen that show where it's like the people who make the battle bots that go against each other? Sure, and like yeah, the ramp- yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They got razors in them and They, they got and razors saws and saws. Arms. So a, you're telling me that a bunch of engineering dropouts can make a death robot that has an arm that can write itself when it gets flipped over? Thank you. But the big brains at this uh, Intuitive Machines, the company that built this thing, uh. they didn't think to themselves, Let's put a hydraulic arm on this bad boy so that it can whoop, whoop, push itself back, push up, itself back right? up.
1: I bet at the planning meeting, some guy with a cup in his hand and a pair of glasses oh, on his face yeah. said, What happens if it tips over? That guy was fired <laughs> for being a naysayer. Right. Right. And bad, vo- bad juju. Yeah.
0: They said, uh, Actually, Darren, could, could we talk to you for a quick yeah. second? Grab, grab your mug. Your vibes <laughs> are bad. And so we don't like your naysaying, and we're going to have to send you down to the the, the other engineering department in the yeah. server room.
1: It's just out through that back door there. Right yeah. through
0: the back door, go down <laughs> into the basement where we keep all the cleaning supplies, and that's your <laughs> new office. So I'm not surprised by this. This is, why, uh, this is why I think that it's a big disappointment for people, but also it's an expensive disappointment and an expensive lesson. Basically, they're paying the stupid tax. So, Which is you? You waste a bunch of money on this lunar lander, and you didn't put an arm on it to whoop.
1: But isn't it better that we had private equity waste this money as opposed to NASA, as mm-hmm. our dollars doing this? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm still a proponent of of uh, government slash business partnerships for exploration. Let let the clam dips down in, in, in whatever office that was, make a right. mistake, and spend the money and well, lose the money.
0: I've been here, tell that, you know, Russia's got their cosmonaut program, Mm -hmm. India's got their program, Mm -hmm. China has their... Yeah, yeah. Who's to say that some Soviets, some communists on the dark side of the moon didn't say to themselves, let's go get that lunar lander. They they trucked over
1: one of of our abandoned rovers we left there. They
0: got on one of their Soviet cosmonaut rovers Uh and... And they drive over, and as they drive past it, kind of like wayward kids on a Saturday night to a mailbox, they just kicked it. <laughs> they tipped it right, right, and then they drove away. <laughs> they la- just tipped over our lunar yeah, lander, laughing in Russian all the way back to their secret moon base. All right, you might be onto something. Speaking of, by the way, big mistakes. The Boeing board has decided to block a shareholders' push to bring the headquarters back to Seattle. Now they should do this. I think this would be good for the company. I think it would be better for the company. Bit of a rebranding exercise. Yeah. But when you have the board who is placed in control of the decisions of the company in this Mm -hmm. way, this is not good. Because I I think the shareholders probably had a shareholder meeting, Mm -hmm. and they said, our our optics are bad right now. Got to raise the price of this. How do we do this? We're going back to Jet City. That's a great idea, right?
1: I think it is, too. I think the company's problems started when they started to make business decisions as opposed to aviation decisions. Yes. And they saved yeah, some money yeah. by moving the headquarters, and then they moved the headquarters again, and yeah. they moved production into other states because there were more labor-friendly states than Washington was, mm-hmm. even though we had decades of experience and pride building here. And they got into the airplane business. They got into the money business. And, and and the decision not to come back to Washington. When your problem right now is your image, you're not a safety industry anymore. Right. It's this is the perfect solution. Well, where do, bring it
0: home. Where do bands go when the fumes have all run out? When when the fumes are all gone, the record sales are down. Where do you go? Back to the bars, Vegas. Oh, oh Vegas!
1: It's okay. <laughs> like mom's basement. No, that's not no. Back to the you bars. You go to and Vegas, in... oh, and right? you get a
0: residency, and you get a residency, okay. and then all of a sudden people go, "Oh man, you guys got to go see Motley Crue." Right? And you go, He's aren't they, they all
1: Dr. Flygood? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I say partnership. You go, you go oh, wait, aren't they all fat and old? And you go, no, it's the review. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And then you go, that's what they should have done. Now, the reason that the shareholders wanted to do this is because uh, back in December 2019. The stock was valued about three hundred and thirty-seven dollars, mm, yeah. pretty healthy. Yeah. Now it is valued around two hundred dollars. That is about a forty percent drop. That's bad, and I understand why the shareholders would say, "Hey, uh, let's give me, let's go with Vegas. We're going back to Vegas. We're going to do a review. Many of I our right? hits. It didn't stop me from flying though. I flew on a on a seven thirty-seven. Did did you? Oh did you really? Yes yeah, yeah. the recent
1: vacation yeah, trip was on?
0: I flew I flew first class up in the sky. That's not where they have the door plugs. Good thinking. Drinking champagne. <laughs> okay. What I was doing the whole time. I have never flown first class before. It was truly an amazing experience. right? And this is why I will still... Everyone's like, oh, Jack, how much does Alaska pay you? Nothing. They should advertise with me because I've stuck by them this entire time. Do you know what I mean? I do. Alaska, I I am the biggest advocate for that airline because when I got that first class ticket on there, I've never been in first class before. I was so excited. I texted John Curley. He was unimpressed because he flies first class everywhere he goes. He's
1: like, which seat are you
0: in? Yeah, basically. Some first class seats are better than Others. You know what he did? He screenshotted me his plane ticket, which is seat one A. And right. he goes, "What seat are you in?" And I was like, 4 A." And he didn't respond, which means that he wasn't impressed. Yeah, you
1: can actually smell the coach class from where you sit. Yeah,
0: exactly, not John's exactly. No. But the better air of one A. So, 1A. so I'm yeah, John's in, talking to the pilot. Let <laughs> <laughs> me land that for you. Jeez. So I'm in first class, and I'm I, this is a, for me. It's the first experience That's I've so ever cute. had. And they bring me my beverage in a glass, mm-hmm. not a plastic cup like oh. I'm. A death row inmate. A glass. <laughs> they also bring me. They said we got an in-flight meal. Yeah. And they said we got the protein plate. We have the fruit and cheese plate. And so I say to the flight attendant, I say, uh, "Well, which one do you like? Which he, one
1: costs more? How much do they charge you?
0: Not a cent." He he says he says I'll bring you both both what, what is it yeah so the, so then they bring me a fork and a knife yeah which are both metal Com- combined
1: into one plastic no no, no
0: no you no. didn't get a spork it was both Like the rest of us? i got a napkin which was warmed by the way and it was just it was amazing but then i i had this realization as i'm you know sitting first class up in the sky mm-hmm. drinking champagne what's the next lyric of, that, lyric of that song laura what's the next lyric uh, this, up, up in, in the, the sky, sky. I'm drinking in champagne. champagne. Living the life. <laughs> in I don't know yeah. any of this, by the way. So I'm I'm there and I'm thinking, why aren't we all true we're all adults here? Why why is everyone behind this curtain that I insisted be put up, by the way? Why is everyone <laughs> behind me? Suffering with plastic cups and, and because we can't be trusted back there in cattle. But why? They know better. This is my thing. Is that everyone? Because buy- half of us are in pajamas. You'll claw your home- way. Right. We're curtain. wearing pajamas. We
1: brought our own pillow from home. What I'm saying. With a
0: say- drool on it. What I'm saying is that we all deserve the dignity that I received in that setting, which is still. But Alaska is a fantastic airline. But, but their head and first shoulders class, above the rest. The first. The first class experience was like, the the the. the, the flight attendant actually said this he said okay so before the plane takes off uh-huh. he says okay so i just want you guys to know just to remember to pay attention to all instructions and i'm here to obey your every command so just let me oh, know what you need i'm in heaven and i instantly was like i got to check my ego right now because i was about <laughs> to say i would like a hot towel immediately and a pilsner stat you know what I mean? yeah yeah sure because you can why is it that people who fly first class by the way regularly why do they act like it's not a big deal it's a huge deal, and I just saw people who were like, "I'm in first class." Like, it's just, this is you're literally being treated like a god, and they're like, "You know what?" I, 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 I've flown first class a couple times in my
1: life, and yeah. I, I learned something from the first to the second trip. One of the benefits of being first is boarding first, right? You know, we'd yeah. like to welcome our first class VIP members to yeah. board a plane. I'm like, no, 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 no. If I go on first, and I learned this the hard way. You sit there and make eye contact with three hundred magus. I know. I know. Who trottle past you to the back of the plane near the toilet. You, you know, recline. glaring at you the glaring whole time. Glaring at the guy. Like, why do you get to the first class and I don't? Well, I don't want what to be I did. Like that.
0: What I did was I was so embarrassed in my at my eight o'clock flight, uh, I put on my sunnies. Okay, yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> I how you do My like. sunglasses, being like, I'm not making eye contact. Where over you, people? We'll no. take like a really quick break when we get back. The WSU fa- faculty have called for the president to step down amid the school's financial crisis, you might be saying, how is this even possible that a college is this much in debt? Spike knows. Spike's got the insight on this. and We're going to talk about it when we get back right after this. That's right, and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Jack and Spike Show, where we do digital exclusive content. Some people comment on a regular basis, sometimes only once. It doesn't really make any difference to me. Some people dislike, and the secret's kind of out of the bag on this one. because What is what? Even if you dislike, it's still engagement. Uh-huh. YouTube doesn't care. We
1: still get the clicks?
0: We still get what? the clicks. It still gets oh, pushed. So nice. the, the funny thing is is that YouTube actually they changed their algorithm mm-hmm. because uh, people would do this thing where they would mob a video and they would start downvoting it so it would get lowered in the, in the oh. basic search results. Oh, wow. They changed that. So now the more downvotes you get, they just count it as engagement. So all the people out there who think that they're downvoting because it's going to send the video down, they're wrong. They're wrong on this one. So, uh
1: explain why we're growing so fast?
0: Yeah, it's probably... (laughs) Speaking of... uh, uh, of Falling down down on your face. Falling down on your face. Actually, Uh you know what, Spike? I want to talk about this, because I thought you had a really good point, which is uh, we were talking in the pre-show meeting about Richard Sherman getting a DUI, and you brought up a really good point, and I want to surmise it in just one statement that you said, which is, can't we just leave that poor man alone? And when you said that, I thought to myself, you know what? Richard Sherman... It, I think yes, because Richard Sherman is clearly going through a very difficult time in his life, right. as he has been for about the last 24 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, I think, cont- to continue to make a spectacle out of his life is actually contributing to this behavior, this erratic behavior that we're seeing.
1: I, I think you're right on the money, because no disrespect to the Cairo newsroom, it's news. But why is it news? Why, well, it, when we've got when we've got three or four stories that matter, yeah, and the lead story is Richard Sherman got another Dewey, second like one in two years. Yeah, I mean, why do we care? Because he was once famous and left our city to play for the Niners before he retired, and he's got kind of, a he's kind of a, an opinionated, big mouth to a lot of people. Yeah. he's very opinionated. Very opinionated. I think it's just shouting for you that we like to see others suffer when we're jealous of them by nature we all would have liked to have been a pro athlete or a graduate of stanford and be paid to have give our opinions and when we don't see that we when we see somebody else stumble we kind of take reverence in that well do
0: you remember you know? do you remember that era in the mid 2000s back when nora was 2 and uh, Nora, you were there. You, you were there this? when yeah. you, you were. How old were you in the mid two thousands? Well, to find mid two thousands, like two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, like five. Or okay, so okay. you're old enough to know. There yeah. you go. Right. I just had that scene from Saving Private Ryan where I, I aged rapidly. <laughs> we're a good man. Looking at Captain Miller's grave. <laughs> yeah. Did I do it right? Did I earn this? So uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, the thing that, that happened in that time was you had people like Britney Spears. Uh, uh Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. these women that were constantly followed and berated and they over the course of a the kind of train wreck effect of their lives. Yes. Now there was a psychologist and she did an analysis of the kind of headlines uh, that were being promoted over that 3-year period or that 4-year okay. period. And what she found is there a correlation with the intensity of the headline ramping up over the period of time until that person eventually gets admitted to a mental hospital. And so what the argument that she was making was basically, are were these women were already dealing with mental illness, and then they are then bombarded by this other world in which they are more mentally ill than they actually are, mm. and the behavior continues to spiral out of control, and there's kind of this negative feedback loop. Which is the only attention I get is when I am in trouble. The only attention I get is when I am a laughing stock. Yeah, that then perpetuates the cycle of mental illness.
1: Subconsciously, you keep doing these things that get you the attention uh, well, no, you she, crave. She,
0: she, she, it's not the attention that you crave. It was. It's almost as if like a kind of a version of Munchausen syndrome. You're crazy. Yeah. You're going. You're loo- You're a loon bag. You're yeah. losing it. Oh, Brittany's going crazy. Shaving her head and attacking. with ex- ex- an umbrella. Ex- exactly right. And so then all of a sudden people are like, if everybody tells you that you're crazy. Doesn't matter how many times you say I'm trying to get better. Doesn't matter, right? Because right. at the world believes you to be a insane person. Yeah. I would say this we do the same thing to men, in particular, like Richard Sherman as an example. He's crazy. He's losing it. Yeah. In reality, he probably has CTE. He's probably got something going on with his brain. Yeah. And he's probably making impulsive and rash decisions as a result of that. And I don't think that people should make a spectacle out of his life, which is why I refuse to play the audio. That of the nine one one call that his uh, girlfriend or wife made at the time when he was trying to break in. That a couple house. years ago. I uh, refuse yeah, to yeah. play it. I uh, refuse. I, to I'm play glad.
1: It. I, 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 just you know I know these guys are they're public figures and we all just love tearing down a public figure by nature. Right. That's that's our our we have the cycle as Americans. We tear down our heroes and we like to see them build back up again. Tear them down. The again. Phoenix from the ashes yeah, and then yeah, we tear yeah. them down again because it's a a fun little circus.
0: So uh, W S U faculty call for the president to step down amid the school's financial crisis. Now this. this. This I found to be fascinating because I went to a very uh, high end university Mm -hmm. and they had all kinds of money in endowments that was backed by petroleum. And you know what I mean? They had tons of investments, so there was always money on hand. The idea that WSU is in a $100 million deficit, mm-hmm. what? How does that happen? But you pointed it out to me, Spike. Wanna- well,
1: Wazoo has a lot of issues to deal with. Right. Um, they, they When this current president who's being asked to step down, I think like 38 uh, faculty members wrote an open letter to uh, Wazoo President Kurt Schultz saying, you know, the, the school has declined in its prestige. Mm -hmm. Uh, they've, their enrollment is down to a 10 year low, not since 2016. They have just fallen off the map. And then there's the debacle of the Pac 12s decimation decimation Mm, yeah um and wazoo and oregon state were the last the only two schools left at at, at dodgeball they're the last two kids standing next to the gym wall that's what's left out of the pac 12 (laughs) these two schools didn't get picked up right yeah and you you got to realize folks i mean i'll I'll give you wazoo wanted to become one of the the drive to 25 they called it they wanted to become one of the 25 great research universities in america that was schultz's initiative when he took the, the seat of president they didn't get close. No, they, they dropped. Bailed. They bailed on it a couple years ago. Yeah, right. I mean, that's a shortcoming. But the fact they're a hundred million in debt is because they had to build facilities. They had to build a new training facility, new new exercise this, new pool that, new stadium this. They got to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade because all the other schools they're competing with for athletes have these wonderful amenities down at Oregon, here at Washington, it's a huge down in the mistake. desert. I mean, you, you can't keep up with the Joneses. And they're blaming him. They're saying that President Schultz could have mitigated the Pac-12 disaster more effectively. Were you going to move the campus out of the Palouse? You live in farm country.
0: How do you get any recruit to come to farm country? It's it's a tough sell. You build with, You do what they do in North Korea. You have fake city. Fake cities with facade fronts. F- f- you yeah, have fake stores. Well,
1: they they tried to build the facilities. They tried. They tried. They tried. I don't I don't blame. I don't blame uh, President Schultz for, for the academic or for the uh,
0: athletic shortcomings. Fake taxis. Fake taxis. Fake pedestrians walking around, and then you try to hide the cows from all the co-
1: <laughs> good, Go. luck, good luck with that over in Pullman, hiding the cows. <laughs> good luck.
0: It's an ag school. All right, we'll take a really quick break when we get back. I went to a live show for the first time in years, and I realized, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was saying, you know, there's a way to conduct yourself in this space. And she had no idea the rules. Of a, lo- oh, of a as, live as a, show as an
1: audience attendee, as an of- audience
0: attendee, okay. and I realized I have a PhD. People need to know this information. I'm going to help P- some people. I aren't have you? a PhD in live show attendance that will help everyone who is in interest in live music. When we get back, right after this. Ah, uh, yes, I went to a live show for the first time in years. Saw the Budo's Span from Staten Island, New York. Went with a couple of friends of mine. You ever hear the Budo's Span? Not, not a bit.
1: Okay, not so a clue. I, want you,
0: I want you imagine this: it's a bunch of Staten Island Italian Jews, and they play instrumental funk music that's led by horns. Really, and it's it is amazing. They are, sounds incredible. Can you play it? The little bit of the old. Uh, Oh, nice. Killing it. So it's two trumpets and then a, um, a tenor sax. Okay. And it is just, they just kill it. And a
1: full band. That's nice.
0: It's like six dudes. They have a drummer and a percussion guy and a keyboardist and then a bass player who looks like Gandalf. Nice. And then a guitar. They're, they're just gorgeous. all instrumentals? It's all instrumental. Oh, wow. It's, they are fantastically good. So I go to see the Budos band. And you can kill it. No. Okay, but so I. I okay. <laughs> oh,
1: this is great. Go ahead, now tell me, no, I'm, so, I'm with you in so the crowd, now. So we
0: walk into this venue, and it's a it's a music hall, and it's probably about 300 people that they're playing okay. in front of. And when my friends are they're getting the the look of like people who walk into prison for the first time, and they're like. Okay, a lot of people. Yeah,
1: I get you,
0: and I realized in that moment that I I was completely at ease in this environment. Sure. Hold on, Andrew, you got to kill it. I'm going to be. T- oh really? I'm so oh, focused I'm on this. Right, but I get my musical ear makes okay, me so okay, focused okay. Okay. on that. I, by I the can't. Band. I okay. can't tell the story. I, I respect that. So we walk in the venue, and they're looking around like like pri- guys that have just walked into prison. Their eyes are all big. They're like, mm. ugh, okay. ugh, right. And so I realized that because I spent ten years of my life in a band in a touring band. That this is, I'm in my element, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a guy. Hey, I did a, I did a bid back in 96. I'll go, I'm not afraid to go back <laughs> to prison. So I walk in, I'm trying to explain to him, I'm like, just so you guys know, a live show has basically prison rules. It's basically a one-to-one comparison because people are moving, they're trying to get to the front of the stage, they're mm-hmm. trying to go get drinks or whatever it is. Sure. So there's a couple of, a couple of rules that'll just keep you having a good time. Rule number one, you know how they give stamps to everybody on sure, their wrist? Sure, you bet. You always have your sleeves rolled up because you don't want to be stopped by some random security Go, Where's your stamp? Where's your stamp? Show us your right, stamp. Right, right You right. just walk around with it yeah, out, right, okay. so everybody can see it. Rule number two, you don't hold your drinks high, not by the chest like a baby with a bottle. Drinks down low, right? Really? Right. In case you're, you're bumped? Because if you get bumped, you want to be wearing able to... It. Right. You're right. not wearing it. That's right. num- You don't want that Long Island iced tea all over your chest. Okay. Rule number three, please and thank you to everybody. Hey, please, just got to get by you real quick. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh, wow. Look at you. Pardon me. Just got to get by you really quick. I can make it from the back of the crowd to the front of the stage with about five or six please and thank yous. It's weird. It's like having a superpower, Right.
1: Well, it's so rare that people do that anymore. People just try to... Because we've lost the ability to socially communicate. Well, here's what you do. Right through isolation you, you, you of give pandemic. It, you
0: give it, if I'm trying to get to closer to the stage, uh-huh. back of the hand, touch the shoulder. Pardon me, brother. Just got to get by. Thank you so much. Yeah, Go right by him. It's like nice. it's like, it's like, I'm like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. These yeah. are not the droids right. you're looking for. <laughs> we should let them go past. Every single time. And then rule number four, this is the most yeah. important rule. When you stand, if someone is walking towards you, you don't give them space, meaning that you don't actively. Oh, pardon me. You don't. Ge- you sway out of the way, okay. and they. Ha- this is where it gets real prison, right? Because uh-huh. if you give up that space, some loser is going to creep up right next to you and take that space. You got to stay firm on the ground, two okay. feet on the ground. Yeah, just Somebody's shorter, coming yeah. towards you. Whoop! There you go. Oh, I like how slide you're doing that. Yeah. right back over. Right, I mean, that, you're not taking my space. It's, it's mine. It's how a boat uh, parts the water.
1: The water just kind of slides to the exactly. side and fills the space behind exactly. the boat,
0: and that's how you have a good time at a show. That's right. awesome. Can yeah. I hear a little
1: bit? Can that music come back though? Yeah, that's, that's story a that's style?
0: a Budos band, and you can play it again if you want to. And now, yeah, now I want to hear it. And they're and they're um Six based piece. out of
1: Staten Island,
0: Staten Island,
1: on a national tour, and you caught them in your little trip down south this weekend. There? I caught
0: them in Felton, California, nice. at the Felton Music Hall. They played for two hours. Now, the other thing that I was bad for me was when I was a young man. I thought it was cool not to wear ear protection or in-ear monitors because, you know, that's cool. And so I have now tinnitus as a result (laughs) of that. And about an hour and a half, hour 40 minutes into the show, all of a sudden I get this... Oh, yeah, been there. And and I can't hear the Budo's band anymore. So I have to go outside. I have to do my exercises to get rid of my tinnitus. That's If I was smarter when I was 25, if I could get in a time machine that was only 30 seconds, like I just pop into time from 10 years ago and then pop back into this time right and all i had was 30 seconds i would pop into me outside of a club in los angeles going don't put your ear next to your stack or hand him a set of plugs
1: (laughs) use these (laughs) and then you're gone who was that guy
0: don't let feedback get into your ears you'll never be able to hear anything again (laughs) and all of a sudden i pop back at jack where'd you go i saved the future (laughs) i can hear I can hear again, right? That's what I would do to that young can man.
1: Can you swing by and tell me too, if you're on your journey? Well, because I had
0: a I had a telecast that had P90s in it, and I would let it feedback directly into my and ear. You'd being, lay into that would you being like, yeah, yeah my <laughs> JCM 800, uh, 100 watts, right into my very delicate ear canal, right on my old right side, because I got to be cool. Speaking of being cool, by the way, Andrew A plus, Nate Connors, man, is that a cardigan you're wearing, my friend? Yes, sir, just for you. Best looking oh, guy in the building. Back Mondays at it fun, again. A plus, Laura. A plus, Nora. I'll give you a solid. B today. B today. A little bit low on the energy, but it's nonetheless Spike C-minus. <laughs> Fair's fair, man. <laughs> making me listen to Budo Span while I'm telling my story. Stuff, <laughs> Here's your quote of the day. Not nice shooting, son. What's your name? Are you serious? You've never seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Nope. Should I? Should you? <laughs> what kind of... Should you? This should Our be sh- mandatory viewing. My ship has sailed, Jack. Have you seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? No. I can't eat, I can't eat. Andrew, please, have you seen Mad Max Beyond Thunder? Not that one. I've seen the other Mad Max. I don't even want to be on this planet anymore. <laughs>